Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Popcorn and Coffee, a movie podcast. I'm your host, uh, Jesse, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Jehazel. How are you doing, bud? Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're here back with another episode. Uh, but before we jump into it, before we jump into any movies, anything, let's do a little coffee talk. All right. Let's do a little coffee talk. Yes, today we are drinking a Guatemalan Antiquo. Antiquo? Antiquo. Nope. I couldn't get, the, I cannot pronounce this. It's you got it at an antique shop. Antigua. Oh. Guatemala Antigua. Oh. Um, yeah, these, it's a medium roast. Uh, I guess Guatemalan beans, uh, this specific bean, they're grown at like altitudes of like 1,200 to 1,700 meters. Uh, that's like above sea level. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess like the different level, the different levels or the different, Heights and stuff, the higher altitudes and stuff that they're growing at gives them like different flavor, like wow. out different flavors and stuff in the beans. Uh, so, and these are actually pretty low. Like these are one of the lower altitudes for beans and stuff. That's low. That's low. Okay. Like they're even okay. higher, like 5,000 meters and stuff. Okay. Uh, but um, the harvest period for these uh, these beans are from December to April. And the milling process is washed and sun dried, so there's no wet hauling these. No wet hauling. No wet hauling these babies. Well, how do they get rid of the? Uh, what was it? I forget the mu- the mucilage. <laughs> how do they get rid of the mucilage if well, they're no wet hauling? They don't have mucilage because they don't wet haul them. The mucilage is oh. ba- because of the wet hauling. So, oh, so it's a byproduct. Yes, Ugh, I still yeah. think that word sounds gross. Yes. Okay. Um, these so, beans these beans have an aroma of floral and citrus. Floral? Floral and citrus. Aroma. And you can't smell, so you No, know. I can't. Um and the flavor has got a chocolate, sweet, and a slight nuttiness to it. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you right now, and I feel like I've been pretty honest up until this one. There is no chocolate taste in this. I can taste a little nutty. Maybe I can taste a little walnutty-ness, but I don't taste any chocolate. It's probably very slight. I bet you it comes out when you put sugar in it. Sugar makes everything better. Okay, so I've tried this now, and no creamer, no sugar, nothing. Tried this. I'm really tasting something nutty. Now that you said it, it's like, don't think about elephants. What are you going to think about? Elephants. Uh, yeah, so I'm yeah. tasting nuts, and uh, this is delicious. This one is very good. Yes, it is. I like this a lot. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going to even add any sugar to this. I'm going to drink it the way it is. I did it. I found the first coffee bean. Oh, that's good. Guatemalan, you said? Guatemalan. I'm going to make a note of that. Guatemala Antigua. So for the next time that I never drink coffee, I'm going to make this one. Okay. (laughs) I I don't drink coffee. Okay. I like that a lot. And since the word popcorn is in our name, I'll bring up that we went to the festival this weekend and we got a nice kettle. A nice sweet kettle corn. Oh, you went to the popcorn fest? No, not the popcorn fest. The blueberry fest had kettle, oh. kettle corn. You know, the big yeah. one. Popcorn fest was going the good on stuff this weekend. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, well, that that would have been nice to go you up there. You cut my legs from <laughs> under me. But I got some nice sweet popcorn, so that nice. was good. That's good. Did you watch uh, Eat That while you were watching any movies? What movies? What? Oh, what was I watching? Well, during the movie that we watched. Yeah, during the movie that we're going to be talking about. Oh, like, okay. Uh, which we shall not mention, like Voldemort. But then I watched the first Blade the other night, and yeah, I had some during that as well. What about you? You been watching anything interesting? Um, anything yeah, f- we've fun. Uh, we watched uh, Greenland. 
Oh, that's right. With Gerard Butler. Uh, that had uh, Sam Neill? No. No. The other guy. Uh, Not Sam Neill. Sam Elliott. No, Sam Elliott wasn't in that either. What? Scott Glenn. Yes. Scott Glenn yes. was her dad. Yeah. He's such a good actor. Yeah. I like him a lot. He plays the same thing in all of his movies, but it's just him. It's like Clint Eastwood. You know, yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah. It's like he's not even acting. It's just him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you watch that. We watched... Uh, what else did I watch? I watched like three new movies this week that I had not seen. Yeah, you told Green, me. Greenland? Yeah, I told you the other night. Yeah. Uh, Spotlight. Spotlight. Um, with Mark Ruffalo. Which is an all-star cast. Yeah. Anybody who's anybody is in that movie. Yeah. it's It, it was... It reminded me the filming style a little bit. Maybe not as... Maybe not completely, but it kind of reminded me while I was watching it. I was like, this kind of reminds me of Zodiac a little bit. Yeah. yeah I can see that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just because it had an all-star cast in it, but just true, the filming true. style and stuff seemed very similar. Uh, great movie. Totally different. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we watched uh, Reminiscence, the new Hugh Jackman film. Which, Hugh. Which was good. I enjoyed it. I think you mentioned that on our last episode that you're like, yeah, it's okay. Oh, it's nothing groundbreaking, uh, but if you're just looking for an interesting world and uh, an interesting story, yeah, it, it. I think it did what it was supposed to do. I think that's the kind of movie that's made for like a direct-to-HBO type of movie. Yeah. I would have been disappointed if I went to the theaters to see that movie. Yes, yeah. But watching it at home, I'm like, that was really pleasant. That was really enjoyable. You know, I could pause it and I can go to the bathroom or I can go get something to eat and come back and it's fine. Mm -hmm. Not missing anything. So certain movies fit these platforms really well and yeah. not having to go to the movies and sit through it. And I think it, that's, I think that's going to help a lot of those movies that um, maybe were not going to do well in theaters yeah. or we're going to get bad reviews. Yeah. Having them released to like directly to Disney or HBO or whatever. Yeah. They're going to get better reviews mm -hmm. because people, there are better responses. Probably. Because uh, people aren't going to be like, I wasted, you know, 15 bucks on that. Yeah. I, I agree. Which is good. But at the same time, obviously it's, it's bad because people aren't going to the movies as much as they yeah. used to. And it's a format that I don't think will ever die. Uh, it's too much of a staple, but at the same time, it definitely took a hit these last two years, and it's I, never going to be the same. No, and I think we could see movie theaters becoming more like drive-ins, or, or drive-ins have become. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be that you're bad. You're going to have less of them. Shang-Chi still, like, is breaking records. Yeah. Highest grossing Labor Day weekend movie ever. Not even mid-pandemic. Really? Ever. Wow. I'm trying to remember what it beat. I can't remember. Yeah, but what movies have been released on Labor... Like, what... Labor Day is not typically a big movie release weekend. No, but it typically counts movies that were released around it, and then whatever's the highest grossing. So if it came out two weeks before, and it was still playing on Labor Day... So yeah, that you're right that it's not typically an open... Halloween, the last Halloween movie okay, was one that opened on the weekend and it made for the four-day weekend like 37. Shang-Chi made 90. Like it Dang, completely that's... destroyed it. Just destroyed it. And it's doing great, which is good. Yeah. I'm glad to see that 
people are going back to the movies and they're feeling comfortable enough to get back in those seats. Mm -hmm. Even when we went, when dad and I went, there's only like nine other people in there. Really? So it wasn't packed by any means, but we went on Monday in the middle of the day. So yeah, that's the best time to go. It's weird coming out of a movie theater and it being bright outside though. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. And and here's the thing. I, I like, there are certain movies where, I think it's fun to go to a movie theater and have that experience with oh, yeah. everybody where it's packed. Oh, I agree. And then there are movies where I'm like, I'd rather just be here by myself <laughs> watching this oh. and get the experience at the big screen. Believe me, when like private watch parties were a thing, I was like, I will spend three times as much money if I can have this entire room to myself yeah. or just with my friends. Yeah. They still do those. A little bit, but they're a lot more expensive now than they were a yeah. year ago. I, I, but even even though they're more expensive, because you can get, it's for what, usually about 20 people. Yeah. Even if it's 200 bucks to rent it out. And oh, you no get doubt. 20 people and yeah. everyone pitches in. Like, I guess I'm just only looking at it from the perspective of the one that I did, I paid, and everybody yeah. else just came. Yeah. But, well, I did it twice because me and Vera went to one as well. Oh, okay. But I literally rented out the theater just for Vera and I yeah. to go watch a movie. That's cool. It was fun. Knowing that no one else was allowed. Not even that like other people could have come in, but it's just like, no, this is this is mine. I paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel like you're like a a rich I'm a somebody yeah. now. Yeah. You'd be like uh Bruce Wayne, be like, Yeah, I'm gonna rent out the whole theater room. So Yeah. Uh, can we put these tables together? I don't know if they'll let us do that. Uh, they should. I own the restaurant. I own the place. Ah. Anything else to comment on? Movie theaters. New releases. I've been watching that Turner and Hooch series on Disney+. Plus. Why do you keep watching I, it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's garbage. It's utter trash. But I keep watching it. And for some reason, the last couple episodes have entertained me enough to <laughs> keep watching <laughs> Apparently. it. Apparently. Uh, You're obviously being entertained because I, I ain't a quitter. Once you start something, you should finish it. Uh, I disagree with that. <laughs> I think if you watch a show and you're like, "Nope, this isn't good," I think you have every right to say, "Nah, I'm not going to watch." I it mean, anymore. you have every right, yeah. But I try to, I try to persevere and push through. Plus, it's something I can turn on with the kids in, okay, the room. So, so it's, it's it's decent in it, that yeah, regard. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those things where I can like, okay, I want to sit down and watch something that's kind of entertaining for me. Mm-hmm but I can also have on with the kids. And mm-hmm. that's one I'll just turn on. So it's not like every Wednesday when it comes out, I'm like, we're going to sit down and watch mm-hmm. Turner and Hooch. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, let's turn this on this tonight. Yeah. So it's it's okay for that. Uh, we watched that a week away, which was utterly entertaining. Was there anything grand to take away from it afterward? No. But was it so much fun and just put a smile on your face to watch? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it was so cool to see like I didn't have to I didn't have to keep the remote in my hand type of thing. Yeah. All the kids were in there. The baby was just dancing because it was a musical and there was a decent story. It was simple. It was a simple story, mm-hmm. but it was just good, you know? Yeah. Good all the way around. And it's a they were at the beach and these young teenage girls are dressed modestly. So I'm like I literally have nothing I have to worry about in this movie, and it's just fun, you know? That's cool. I love that. Even with the high school musical movies, you have to watch some of that, especially yeah. the second one. Mm-hmm. If you're letting my younger kids watch it, I'm just like, ah, they don't they don't need this, you know? Yeah. They don't. 
But with this, there was none of that. And some of those kids were phenomenal singers. Just phenomenal. That's cool. So I highly recommend that. Just if you want to, you know, hour and a half. It's short. It's not long. And if you still have your Netflix accounts. Yeah. If you're borrowing someone else's. Borrowing someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had my own Netflix account. I haven't in a long time. Uh, is David Kushner in that? I don't know who that is. Uh, he played... I think it's something he'd be in. He played Champ on Anchorman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's funny because he like, in the scenes that he's in, there's a few scenes he's like recreating um, characters from movies. Okay. So in the one scene, he's like assigning them their teams and he's dressed up like Mel Gibson from Braveheart <laughs> and he's just screaming and yelling and he's got like face paint on. In another scene, he's they're about to like, I'm telling you this, but I'm not spoiling anything yeah. for the movie. Uh they're about to play paintball and he literally comes out of a trailer and he's wearing like a full Apocalypse Now like <laughs> air cab uniform with the Stetson and everything and he's just, they got the scarves on. It was so funny. Him and I can't remember the woman's name. She's, she was in a bunch too though. Just look it up. Look it up and you, you'll see who's in it. And it's, a, it's a fun movie. I would recommend it. I'll probably watch it this week. Do it. Do yeah. it. Tell me when you do. All right. What do you think we should get into it? Yeah, let's go. Have let's we go. have we uh, small talked? I think I think we've uh, gabbed enough. Uh, people want to know what we're talking. <laughs> pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little. Cheep, cheep, cheep. Sorry, do you know that reference? Nope. Oh, with your upbringing, you don't remember that reference. Matthew Broderick, musical. Oh, the Music Man. Yeah. So, okay. So for today's movie that we're reviewing and discussing, we chose 1993's Rudy. Yes. Which is PG and has a, about a two-hour runtime, uh, one-hour, 50-minute runtime. And it tells the story of Rudy has always been told that he was too small to play college football, but he is determined to overcome the odds and fulfill his dreams to play uh, for Notre Dame. Came out in 93. Little baby Sean Astin in this one. Anything else to say about set the setup there? Uh, Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> uh, I mean... We got so yeah, directed by David uh, Anspaugh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, he did. He also did Hoosiers. I've seen a few of his movies. I don't know if you ever watched Mr. Church. That's, Came out maybe five or six years ago with Eddie Murphy in it. Yeah. No, I never watched that one. Yeah, that was a good one too. Was it? Yeah. So he he's got good vision. I I, I like this guy as a director. Uh, the guy that wrote it, I didn't write his name down, but he also uh, wrote on Hoosiers as well. So they've kind of worked together oh. on a few things. Um. You can. There's a lot of undertones of uh, Hoosiers in this. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, like you said, starring Sean Ashton, John Favreau, and Ned Beatty. Um, it also has uh, uh, Vince Vaughn's uh, acting debut. This is his first. Yeah, film he was in. He was so young that when the credits rolled, it said Vincent Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. Not to mention, did you did you say John Favreau's in this as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He, I mean, he was one of the main characters. So this is yeah. This is John Favreau and Vince Vaughn's first film they ever were in together yeah. as well. Yeah. And um, then you get uh, Lily Taylor's in there yep. from The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. The first Conjuring movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got a good cast. Of yeah. No characters doubt. Characters and stuff. Um, what are your overall thoughts of this movie? I I know this this one holds a little bit deeper of a place in your heart than it does in mine. Yeah, no, this this film, so I can't remember the first time I saw it because I think I was so young. 
I remember it just being on in the background or something. Uh, but yeah, it it like real it literally has strings to my heart. I don't know what it is. I, I I don't even know what it is. Like I get emotional every time I watch it. At what part? Just the whole thing. <laughs> I can't, like what not part? Like from okay. Okay. like from the get go. Like right when they're they're in the over oh, playing football and stuff in the snow. Yeah, and they're like just treating him like oh. trash. Like oh, you're too small. You can't. Obviously, he's a little kid at that point. So obviously he's smaller than them. He was like half their ages. Yeah. And just uh, completely treating him like trash. I'm yeah. like, guys, <laughs> calm down a little bit. Give the kid a little a break. Yeah. But like when they uh when they go back to their his house and he's in his room with his buddy, Pete, and he's given that Newt Rockney speech. Like he's memorized that speech. And he's just giving it to him. Pete's staring at him. It's oh just, yeah, it's just really, really awesome. I, I don't know. It, it just, I don't know. It just pulls at me every time. Like I just, get, I feel like I get chills every time I watch it. I've got a question. Why was his nickname Rudy off of his last name? Did they call all the children Rudy? No, I think it was just him. And but his name was Daniel, and that was his dad's name was Daniel. Yeah. So I think that. Oh, they called they him Rudy to differentiate from his father. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Up until rewatch, I thought Rudy was his name, like his first name. I watched this a long time ago. Well, yeah. way younger. Back when I didn't really care about movies, and and stayed off my radar ever since. Uh, not for good or ill. It just is what it is. And right. then, uh, revisiting it now, I definitely had. Thoughts and opinions. I think it's a good movie. I do. I do. Uh, in the line of of a Hoosiers or in the line of a, of a Field of Dreams, even you know those type of movies where it, it's it's it fantasizes sports, you know, to a different degree yeah. than just like reality nitty gritty sports movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's it elevates it to like mythical almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I would probably for me put this one, especially if you do any digging. Yeah, about reality versus what the movie portrays. Yeah, there was a it lot. It fantasizes of, the story. Uh, yeah, hugely. It doesn't take away from the movie. The movie's good. Uh, yeah, they do. They do a lot of. Um, there's a lot of different things they change up in the film that were not act. That never happen in reality. Oh yeah. Uh, like, I mean, this is later in the movie, but like when with Dan Devine, the coach that came in after Era Parsian left from Green Bay and stuff, he, like, there was, like, an interview with Dan Devine, and he said that he was, a, like, one of Rudy's biggest supporters. Like, he loved him. Like, he wanted, like, he wanted him to play. Like, he didn't, Yeah, he wanted him to play and stuff. So, yeah. what? like, he put him in on his own. Like, at the end when they're chanting Rudy, Rudy, to put him in, like, he... Well, I even read that, like, nobody was doing that. Nobody was chanting Rudy. No. Until after he made the play. Yeah. And then, even then, it was only a certain section of yeah. the audience that was, like... Who knew Rudy? Yeah, because I was telling Vera while we we're watching the movie. I'm like, why is everyone chanting Rudy when no one in the stands knows who Rudy is? Yeah, like it makes sense for the players to do it. Mm-hmm. It even makes sense for his parents to do it. But I'm like, everyone's just going along with this, and they have no idea who Rudy right, is. Yeah, it's but, whatever. But it's just it's funny to me. Like if you think about it at all, you're like, eh. yeah. Wait, uh, he, yeah. Dan Devine said that he would 
he gave permission basically to the company that made the film or the director and stuff to make himself out to be a villain in yeah. the movie so that way they could get it greenlit and stuff. And uh, also a lot of life, real life, everyday life is boring. Yeah. It's just boring. Mm -hmm. uh, the way that story actually played out in reality is not very dramatic. Right. It just happened. Yeah. So they had to take liberties to to change things to make to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't even mention in the movie that he was in the Navy. Right. He was in the Navy, which to me is like, that's huge. Why did we not know that Rudy yeah. was in the Navy? But when you caveat that with the fact that he would then have GI bills that covered his college tuition. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to work right. to make money to go to school. His schooling was covered. Right. At both the Catholic school, the Catholic... Uh, a Holy Cross. A Holy Cross that he went to first, as well as Notre Dame. So, I mean, but that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> they, did, they did give a nod, though, that he was in the Navy because... They didn't say that, but the, he, the bag he was he carrying the around. Yeah. The whole time cool. I looked at the bag and I said, that's a duffel bag. That is a military duffel bag. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, he got it from his dad or something. Yeah. Excuse me. Or from his dad or something. I wish they had told us he was in the Navy. Yeah. But it, it kind of paints him out to be younger in this movie than he w would have been in real right. life as well. Well, because that takes place when he first goes to Notre Dame. That all takes place four years after he graduated high school, which he actually went into the Navy, yeah. not went, go, to, the went mill. to work at the mill. Yeah. Uh, but... I thought it was a cool nod that they had the duffel bag and stuff. Nobody's probably going to get that. No. I never, I didn't get it until I read stuff like I knew years ago. Yeah, from reading it, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was. But it was, it's still a cool like thing just to have yeah. in there. I think the only other thing that kept catching my eye in the movie, and it bothered me some, was like everything he wanted to do, he did, uh -huh. or it was just given to him. You know what I mean? Like every time he's like. I'm going to play at Notre Dame, but I need a job. You're going to give me a job because I love Notre Dame and I'm going to give you a speech. And then that janitor, the groundskeeper guy was just like, show up tomorrow, kid, you got a job. And then he's seen him cl climbing in the window and instead of being like, what the heck are you doing sneaking into this building? He's like, there's just a key. Now you have a place to live. And it's just like, okay, well, you almost made it too easy for this kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything was just given to him. And I read that he boxed in college as well. So he wasn't just playing on the football team, that he was a mm. boxer as well. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah. Huh. It's crazy to think that in, in real life, though, that he had 14 brothers and sisters. But also here, that is also then caveated with something the movie got wrong and just that he, he was the oldest. There wasn't older siblings than him. In the movie, there was. It, not in reality. That's oh, what I mean. oh, he's the oldest. He's the oldest. oldest siblings. Oh, okay. The character uh, in the movie Frank, his mm -hmm. older brother, is not a real person. Yeah, like, Frank wasn't. Yeah, he. There was another older brother that I. Well, he wouldn't have been older than him either. Yeah, he had two older. Anybody brothers. older than him? Yeah, is probably not, is not true. Yeah, they said Frank was yeah. basically created to embody everybody. To just be that that mean kid. Yeah, that mean one on the yeah. football field that wouldn't let him play. That one in life that told him he'd never get anywhere. Yeah. It's just like. And that's probably why they made him the younger sibling too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. just they to give to, it that more yeah. dramatic to be like, okay, I have more to overcome than. And just... he looked like none of his brothers or sisters. No, none of them. No, but that's beside uh, the point. There's not much football in this movie. No, in all reality, there no. isn't. Well, it's, it's, not. it's probably the 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 two thirds mark. Yeah, where he finally gets to Notre Dame and then plays. I get it. It's not about the football as much as him just trying to get to the team. Mm -hmm. Before over being on the team, but 
I was just like, hmm, that's interesting. It's beautiful to look at. Like it's it's shot very it, well. It's got almost a nostalgic like mid eighties feel to mm-hmm. it, but you can tell the camera works a lot like progressed past yeah. that, which I appreciate. It 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 carries that nostalgia feel with it well. The only thing I would say that I disliked, and I understand why they did it, it just it just bothered me, was the score. There was a lot of scenes where I feel like the the emotional stuff, the emotional drama that could have been aided was kind of taken a backseat when they played extremely like Notre Dame Irish heavy score pieces. And I could show you, I could show you scenes and point out to you what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. For most people, it probably it was nothing. But I'm just like, that's an interesting choice in this scene that 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 would be playing in the background and playing heavily, not subtly. You know, like it's in the foreground, not in the in the background. But see, I disagree. I thought the score was the best part of the, like it's one of the best parts. Yeah, of the I film. would disagree I, with you because I I think uh, it took me out of the movie. It didn't draw see, me. I, into I feel it. I felt like the score for this film helped drive the emotional side of it even more. It helped project. It helped project the scenes that were meant to be emotionally driven, and it pulled that out even more. That's funny because it just. I mean, it goes to show different perspectives. But some of those scenes, it almost like cartoonized them to me. Like it made them huh. silly when I think it should have been serious. But again, differing opinions on on some of those sounds. I guess. Yeah. Uh. I think the first time he stepped on campus, it actually wasn't even shot at Notre Dame, or maybe it was the first time he stepped on the field. They shot it. It was actually out in USC at USC, California. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, which is funny because Notre Dame and USC are just notorious rivals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what did you think of the whole elements of like him? Leaving his girlfriend, fiance, and then coming home to find his brother with her. I know. It's so weird. It's like, why? Especially if that brother didn't exist either or that role wasn't in that. Like, if that was real, I'd be really interested to see. see, Like, tell me the story behind how that happened. Yeah. And Vera was like, well, growing up, she was always in their house. She was always with them. I'm like, so as soon as I'm like, that's just too weird, though. I think it was just. I think it was just there to add more drama to the. Just his situ- like because there's obviously in the film there's a lot of family stress and stuff like his family yeah. is down on him a lot. But at no time was the movie ever about his romantic relationships. No. You know, because uh-uh. from the beginning he's like, "No, I'm going to Notre Dame." Even when she's like, "Let's buy this house," and he's like. Oh, this house is a sign of just holding me back, and I'm never mm-hmm. gonna get to fulfill my dreams and do what I love. And I'm just like, oh, oh, dang! Like, yeah. and then from then on, even when he's in college, and he's helping John Favreau's character find girlfriends or find dates and things, he's never interested for himself. No, so he doesn't even care what he says to him because he's like, no, like this isn't about me. It's about, it's about him over there. So just to then bring that full circle yeah. and we visit home, it's just like maybe it was just a in the writing room, an easy way to get to end that scene mm-hmm. as opposed to him having to stay there and put up with, uh, which is having his girlfriend come in with his brother and boom, <laughs> scene over. I don't know. It was just weird for me. Him and John Favreau play off each other very well in this movie. I, I love, love John Favreau in this era of yeah. his movie career and stuff because this is real early on. Mm-hmm. And he's great in everything. He really is. 
but seeing like him or Vince Vaughn at this era was just like that's a that's a different person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's trying to find him a girl. He's he can't get he can't get one himself, so he asks Rudy to do it. I know. And then he's finally given up, and the one comes over and talks to him, and they think it's her. And she asks, she's looking for a date for his. For her friend. For her friend. Yeah. And, uh, and they end up getting married. They end up, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Vince Vaughn's character is just kind of a, he's in a couple scenes, really. He's, yeah, he doesn't no, play a big role at all. Um, he's just one of them that turns to respect him and, yeah. and, and whatever. But uh, I think Sean Astin, obviously he carried this movie on his back and he did a great job doing it, you know, but truly. Yeah. It was all in his face, in his eyes. You know, every you had to believe him, or you didn't believe anything. And you and he sold it. He sold it well. I love the scenes between Sean Ashton and the Aston Ashton Aston Aston A S T I N Aston Sean Ashton Aston 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 Sean Aston 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 Austin. It's not Ash. There's no there's no Ash in there. I mean, I know there's not, but I always pronounce it. I think Sean Ashton. Anyways, uh, the scenes between him and the priests are really good as well. <laughs> Especially the first one. Yeah. Their first interaction when he's like, anybody who wants to join the cloth, he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one. And then the scene where he is in the uh, in the church. And the priest goes and sits down with him. He's like, I, I know exactly you're taking your appeal say. to a higher court. <laughs> and and then, I like this. In, in all my years of my religious studies, I've only learned true certainties. Yeah. <laughs> Fact number one, there's a God. Fact number two, I'm not him. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's so good. There's so honesty in there. Yeah. Uh, that guy's a good actor too. He's been around he's for been a while. He's been around for a while, oh. yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah. I didn't look it up. I feel like he's played a priest multiple times too. Yeah. Like in- I was listening to, uh, this is completely, yeah, I think he has played priest before, but completely off topic. Um, the scene where all the players are laying the jerseys on the yeah, coach's never desk. Happened. And I was watching interviews with all of those guys. And not, not only were they like, that didn't happen. They're like, that would never happen. Yeah. Like there's no, then there's a couple of those guys who are like, yeah, I love Rudy to death, but he's like, I fought. I bled for that jersey. Yeah. Like, that's my jersey. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. And Dan Devine even said, if that would have happened, they would have been kicked off the team. <laughs> like, he, he's like, yeah, no. That, Just mutiny. Yeah. Um, and I guess for the movie, it works. I think you could have still wrote that differently and conveyed the same message. I mean, because in the actual story, it's one player who knew he wasn't going to play anyway. I can't remember his name. I, I had it and I've lost it. But the one player went to uh, Div- Divine, Divine. Divine and he said, let Rudy dress in my place. Mm-hmm. And he was 100% on board with him. He's just like, yeah, yeah okay, if that's what you want to do, I, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because again, he was just as much a fan of Rudy as everybody else was. Yeah, But that's far less dramatic or interesting than yeah. the whole team being like, we love this kid. <laughs> it was the scene when, so going back to uh, Era Parsegian, when he was there and Rudy went in to his office and told him, Hey, I'd really like to dress one game this yeah. next year. The he's watching a video of a mm-hmm. game. The video of the game he's watching is that the game that Rudy played in. Was it that play that he was watching? I don't know if it was that play, oh. but it was from that, that would game. That'd be cool if that, it was. It was the footage from that game though. That's cool. Uh 
I don't know. I just love this movie. Like, yeah. I, I do. I, I mean, it's a good I, movie. I, I watch it every year. <laughs> Literally the night before every Notre Dame game, I watch it. And I've done it since That's crazy 2012 was when I actually first started watching Notre Dame football. Because uh, I don't think it's that good. I, I may never watch it again. <laughs> but would I recommend it to other people? Yeah, I will because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. But it's like to me, are you going to... If I want to watch a football movie, I'm going to turn around and remember the Titans before I watch this. Oh, remember, yeah. That's you know a great what I mean? Film, or I'm going to watch sports movies in general. There's a few that I would pick. But again, this is a different kind of sports mm-hmm. movie, which is good and it has its place and it's in a specific element. I yeah. think I named a few movies up, up top that it reminded me of almost immediately mm-hmm. and it had nothing to do with the sport as, as it did the feel, you know, of what the movie was. Yeah. But again, I'm a big Notre Dame fan. Like, I love Notre Dame football. So this holds like an extra special place in my heart for what, my reasons for enjoying it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, no doubt. But I do I do love watching Sean Astin. The whole time, though, I was like, oh, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> because I've loved him ever since. And, you know, you could go from, from this to everything he did on Lord of the Rings and the standout performances that he gave there to all the little stuff that he's played in between. You know, he's done a, a bunch of other kind of mid-tier sports movies. Um, Woodlawn. He was in Woodlawn. Woodlawn was a good one. He did a couple baseball movies. Um, and then he went and did uh, Stranger Things. And he's just an everyman's man, truly. Like, he just seems like somebody, he really just seems like somebody who lives, he's your next-door yeah. neighbor. He seems like that guy. Mm-hmm. He He was on... So when he was filming this movie, he had like just gotten married. Like him and his wife just got married like right while he was on set of this film, I think. They had gotten married, something like that. So not that that matters. So. Uh, I was wondering, I was wondering <laughs> yeah. if that was leading into something else. Yeah, no, was, there was a, who's his wife? I don't even know. Uh, I have no idea. Oh. It's, I don't think it's anybody. Like, She's a nobody. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. You know who his mom is though? <laughs> Your wife is a lovely lady, and we respect her just as much as we respect you. If you ever listen to this, if you do and want to come on the show, we'd love it. Oh my goodness, It'd be awesome! So much to talk about. Somebody can get Sean Ashton on the show, please. Ashton. He's not going to come if you keep saying his I, name wrong. That's might, that's he, for sure not going to happen. He might come to correct me. No, because he, he he's going to let it right. He's too nice. That's true. Dang it. He's Samwise. You know who his mom is? No, Patty Duke. I don't know who that is. Uh, she was an actress. Singer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think she was a singer. Yeah, Patty Duke. Duke. Okay. Uh, That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who that is. (laughs) I thought you were going to say somebody that, the way you were looking at me, I was like, oh, he thinks I know who this is. I I thought you'd heard the name before. Uh, uh, Many of the priests and miscellaneous Notre Dame employees in the movie are actual Notre Dame employees. That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Just kind of keeping it in house. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I like when movies do that. Mm-hmm. The uh, the scene in the last game, or the game where you played in, when his dad walks in. I don't know why I crack up every time he walks in, and he's like, "This is the most beautiful sight <laughs> I've ever seen." <laughs> I've never had that admiration. For sports like that, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. You know, I've been to Colts games and I love the Indianapolis Colts, but I never walked into that stadium and been like, this is heaven yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around. But at the same time, if I sit in a movie theater seat 
sometimes <laughs> I'm like, ah, like this is home. Like this yeah. is, I just, so I do get it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't get it. I think there's a difference too. Cause when you think about the Colts and just even not, I'm not just talking about the Colts and just in general sports teams that have not been around as long or stadiums that have not been around as long. It's different. You think Notre Dame stadium has been around since like the 1920s. And so there's a lot of history there. I, mean, I think yeah, of like older states. Might... Same thing with like the Eagles in Philly. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Chicago. Yeah. Just the, those older stadiums and stuff. You walk into them and you can just like kind of feel the history and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I've been I've been up to Notre Dame a few times and watched games up there. And it's, it is, it is really cool. Uh, and I mean, it helps being a fan of the team too. Well, no it, doubt. So yeah. I'm not going to walk into some random place yeah. and be like, oh yeah, I love this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, in that same scene, when they go to their seats, the guy sitting behind Ned Beatty is the actual Ru- Daniel Rudiger. Oh. Like, it's actually Rudy. Him and Sean Astin actually look a lot alike. Creepily. It's, yeah. yeah especially, it's, especially if you look at pictures of him and he was younger. Yeah. Yeah. There was an interview for the 25th anniversary I saw, and they had Rudy on the actual Rudy on there, and he's like, and Sean, or Sean Aston was on there too, and uh, they were showing pictures from when they had the filming of the movie, and you know Sean Aston was you know younger, he was thinner, yeah, and now he's he's gained some weight, and Rudy goes, yeah, me and Sean are actually like the same size, we actually look alike now. <laughs> And just to comment on it while you were talking about it, Ned Beatty does a really good job in this movie. I liked him in this role. It's kind of a role that he doesn't take on very much. Because mm-hmm. in most of his movies, he kind of plays this like hardened, yeah, kind of mobster-esque, probably killed some people yeah. kind of character. And this was really nice to see him play a role that was just like, oh, he's just a family man. He goes to work, he comes home, you know? Yeah. And that scene with him and Sean at, at the, the bus, bus stop. Oh my gosh, At the bus yeah. stop, I'm just like, why are you saying this to him? Like, you're not intentionally like disrespecting him to the point where you're just like, you're not ever going to be anything. So why even try and just come back mm-hmm. to work? And and in a way, I think it kind of reveals his character. He settled in a lot of ways, you yeah. know. And he had dreams that he put to the side so he could have a family and so that he could just do what he had to do. Yeah. But it's just like, boy. Yeah, you're telling this to your son. You could be saying something completely different, you know? And it's a different era too. And it's just kill your dreams. Like, it's just don't do it because it's going to lead to nothing but misery. And that's not true for everyone. (laughs) Right, yeah. Well, he said, what he said was, it causes nothing or it causes nothing but heartache for everyone around you. So basically he was thinking about himself. Himself, yeah. And other, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, too, you got to think the era, you're looking at the late 1960s, Completely different. Like, dads did not, there was no like, hey, son, go out and, you know, <laughs> do what makes you happy. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it was like, hey. You still haven't watched October Sky? No. I like, that's watch. that movie to a T. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the subplots with Chris Cooper and Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie. I still can't believe you've never seen that movie. I'll I'll watch it this week. How's that sound? Because that's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. But then it's so, like, the scenes like so when he gets into Notre Dame and he takes the letter to his dad at the mill and he's like excited I know. and he's like oh you want a job I'll you know yeah. while you're waiting he's like no I gotta get back for football tryouts and then Ned Beatty's face just drops like complete disappointment I know. again it's like dude it's what? like victory defeat victory yeah. defeat. it's just like okay well what do you want yeah. him to, you want him to settle all you want him to do is settle yeah and he was happy for him mm-hmm. you know he was happy he was 
he made it into college, you know? Yeah. And that's what was crazy the whole time too. And I feel like the real guy didn't do that as much. Like all he wanted to do was play football. Yeah. In the movie. He was getting an incredible education. Yeah. And all he wanted to do was play football. It's just like, okay, you're kind of like, you're short-sighting yourself here yeah. a little bit. And I loved the uh, the groundskeeper. Yeah. What was his name? Start with an F. Yeah, Fortune. Uh, Fortune, yeah. Yeah. He, he just tried to keep re- reminding him. Also being a character who kind of stopped going after his dreams and just settled. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the opposite of, of that spectrum. But it, he's just like, literally, man, like, everything is working out exactly how you want it to work out and you're still complaining. Yeah. Yeah, when he literally quit, gave you a place to sleep and a job. Like, I've given you everything, and you're still complaining. That scene after Rudy quit because he didn't get on the roster, and he's standing there in the stadium, and Fortune comes in there, and he's like, you're so full of crap. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> yeah. And then pretty much like, you're going to regret this forever. Stop yeah. this. But then he shows up to practice late, and nobody even cares. I know. That's what... <laughs> that's... As I was thinking about the, like, no, would, they're going to be yelling at him. They're not going to clap for him. Uh, they're going to be yelling at him. Yeah. Well, especially Divine. So they made Divine out to be a villain yeah. and not really like him. Not that not he didn't likable. like him, but yeah. he just didn't, yeah. he didn't care about his dreams and stuff. Yeah. Okay. If Divine was that hard of a coach, I don't think he would have been like, oh, this guy's like showing up for practice. Yeah. No, you can't practice today, bud. Sorry. Yeah. Go back to, no, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was my thoughts in that scene. And again, it had to happen that way mm-hmm. um, for the the and the fantasy. The word fantasy just keeps coming back to me because it supersedes reality to a yeah. point where it's just happy and it's just fun. And you know that he's going to win in the end. Mm-hmm. He's going to get to do what he wants to do, his dream. Yeah. It's a true underdog movie. It's, it's just an underdog movie. And you, like any movie, any of the underdog movies. Yeah. Not underdog, but you know what I mean? Yeah. They're all like that. It's like you know they're going to win in the end. Yeah, it's, it's the Rocky. It's yeah. the, yeah. But Rocky lost that first match. But that he came back and he won again and then he won again and then he won again. Anyway. He lost a couple times in there. Yeah. Rocky's a good comparison too because that's kind of the same thing. Kind of fantasizes some of those elements. They cut around some of the reality and cut out some of the, the grit. But Rocky wasn't based on a true story. Well, Rocky was based on a true story after. Rocky became a true story. I bet if you ask people, like, did Rocky really exist? They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Rocky exists. He did single-handedly defeat the Soviet Union I mean, back he has in a statue. So, yeah. He was a real person. Sylvester yeah. Stallone, yeah, 100%. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Just like Rudy. Just like Sean Astin's Rudy. Rudy's two people now, the real guy and Sean Astin. <laughs> and then you got the Rudy from Emperor's New Groove. So... Rudy? The no. guy he threw out the window? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Beware of the groove. The groove. <laughs> the old guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his name's Rudy. Oh, that's right. That's funny. Good good callback. Good pull. Anything else to say about Rudy? No, I'm I think we've content wise, it was really it was really clean. clean. I mean a little bit of language. He, here he and curses there, but... a couple times when he gets mad because yeah. of those letters he keeps getting denied. Um but other than that, it's a, just a really it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good Good straightforward movie. Yep. Like, my kids have like watched I said, it's only PG, so yeah. my kids have watched it. I mean watched it. Been in the room. <laughs> yeah, been in the room. I don't worry about them being there, you know. No, yeah. It's a it's a good movie. All the way around. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. No. So 
Yeah, this was a fun one to talk about. Was, yeah, it was a good one. It was, it was, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. No, I enjoyed it. Uh, so, as always, guys, one thing we like to know: What did you think of Rudy? The point of this podcast is to discuss movies uh, and how they affected our lives. We'd love to hear hear your opinions. You can go over to uh, Facebook or Instagram. Can you do that there? I don't know yeah, how that works. You can, um, or Twitter. Yeah, you can send us messages on Instagram if you need to. Oh, there you go. Yeah, message us on and Instagram. And just be like, Rudy, easier. thumbs up. Yeah. Rudy. One word, like Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just let us know because we're interested. We truly are interest, interested. The three of you that listen to this, we want to know your opinions. Um, or you can leave us a message on our email account at remember that one movie mm-hmm. at gmail.com or on all the socials at popcorn and coffee. Uh, Leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts and um, let us know how you feel about the podcast. What do you enjoy listening please, to us? Are we please. boring? Should we be a little more entertaining? We're growing. Uh, we're, gro- we're, we're pretty much babes. Yeah, we're, we're going from milk to meat with this podcast. And, and sometimes we have accidents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to mess. clean up. Yeah. It's a mess. But other than that, guys, I appreciate you listening. Please share it with somebody. Let somebody else in your life know, hey, I found this. This might be something you're into. Take a take a take a listen. Take a listen. Yep. Even if you don't like it, maybe your friends Someone else might like it more than you. Yeah. Someone think about enjoy. that. Think about the other people. Think about everyone else in your life. Don't think about just yourself. Nope. It's selfish. But listen to us anyway. So with that being said, guys, we appreciate everything. Have a good day. Have a good one.